Hey, folks, I know there are lots of business owners who listen to this show. Maybe some of you never planned on running a business, but now here you are. One thing you've always got to keep in mind is how much you're spending on your operating costs. That's one of the first things we had to keep in mind with WTF. And with things costing more today than they did when we started, you want to keep your expenses down. To reduce costs and headaches, be smart and use NetSuite by Oracle, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. Reduce IT costs, cut the costs of maintaining multiple systems, improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash WTF for more. That's netsuite, N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash WTF. All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucksters? How are you, what the fucking ears? What the fuckadelics? Yes. Yes, this is Mark Marin. This is my show. This is WTF, the podcast. I'm talking. Today on the show, we have the uh, the wonderful Gerard Carmichael, a young gun, a guy with the goods. It was it was a good talk, man. It was intense and uh, and funny and lit up. He's all lit up, this dude. He's got a show on, uh, what is it? Where, where's that show going to be happening? It's going to be the Carmichael Show. Premieres uh, this week, actually, Wednesday at 9, 8 Central on NBC. And I'd reached out to him before because there was a lot of buzz. There was a lot of heat on this man, Carmichael. Smart, funny fucker. I did real time the other day. I was on real time with Bill Maher, and I think it went pretty well. I, I felt good about it, and, I, and I, I approached it a different way than I usually do. Now, I think Bill's great. I like Bill. I know he's a difficult personality for some people. Some people love to hate him. Some people love to love him. But he's very good at what he does. He's very on top of it. He, he does his homework. He's part of the dialogue. It's all real and happening right then. His monologues are written by brilliant dudes. I know a lot of them. Billy Martin, Chris Kelly. Uh, and, you know, he delivers jokes like, uh, like a dirty Johnny Carson. He's a classic television monologist. And the show is what it is. It's political, but it's it's if it's been around for thirteen seasons or so. It's a working machine, and uh, and sometimes it packs a punch, man. So I'm always thrilled when I get to go on there, but it does mean I have to reimmerse myself in the world of politics a bit and get up to speed. And I'm always surprised at just how far I've drifted. Yes, I interviewed the president, but I used to spend a lot of time on the pulse of politics every fucking day, crunching the news, figuring out the angle, getting involved with the uh, the pace of the bullshit. And I got to be honest with you, choosing to pull myself out of that was the best decision I ever made in my life. But sometimes I feel a little out of the loop. So getting up to speed was exciting. Doesn't take much to get up to speed. But the point was, or is, that generally when I get the topics for, for real time, I, I just freak out. And I'm like, I got to write a bunch of jokes. I got to write a bunch of jokes. And I got to find my place to put them in there. And I had some opinions on some stuff and I had some things I wanted to talk about, but I also didn't want to come off as a, a, a self-righteous, strident, angry asshole. I know that guy. That guy lives within me. That guy is a, a guy that wants to take me down from the inside. And he's punching my brain right, in the, right behind my eyes right now sometimes. But I, I know for me, 
that when I get that kind of fire going, when I feel that crack hit of rage, that it's not always about what it's what's coming out of my mouth or what I think it's about. It's usually about that crack hit of rage. And we, I think we, there's consensus on crack's not good for you and rage isn't great for you either. But this time I just tried to do something different. I tried to honor who I am and I want to honor who I am in every conversation and where I've been coming from. So I just, uh, I got up to speed. I talked to my uh, producer, Brendan, who's a political wizard of sorts, knows what's going on in all things. Don't even know where he gets time to load his brain up with shit. But he knows everything about everything on a day-to-day basis. I think he actually has a some sort of USB plug in the back of his brain that uh, you know just plugs into the back of his head and he just downloads the internet every day. He's one of those guys. But he's up to speed and he can get me the angles that I need and get me the info I need. So I, uh, I go over the stuff. I go over the Trump. I go over the Hillary. I go over a little bit of Social Security, but that gets in the weeds a bit. Go over a little bit of the Obamacare business, some Ashley Madison stuff. I get up to, I, I'm all of a sudden like, you know, involved in the news of the day. So instead of being compulsive and freaking myself out and panicking about jokes, I just panicked in general. And I just, you know, got an angle on stuff and thought about things and, you know, thought about how I'd respond to things maybe if I had the opportunity. And I was on the show with uh, Senator Claire McCaskill. Representative Donna Edwards, Charles Cook, a British dude, writes for the National Review, sort of a Hitchens-esque intellectual sort, uh, and a guy named Dan Butner, I believe is how you would say his name, who wrote a book about uh, blue zones, I think they're called, where people live longer, whatever the case. We did the thing, and I felt good about it, and it was it's always great to see Bill work, because it's one of those things where you're dealing with a, a professional comedian who's been at it a long time, that has broadened his spectrum, and is able to do what he does. No one really does what he does, and he mixes it up. You know, he's just solid. He's, he's, he's been at it a long time, and he's got it, and he's got a thing. You gotta, you gotta, yeah, hats off to those guys, but he's also, I, I like to watch Bill work, and I like talking to him. He's very quick. So we do the show. Now this is about this is about anger, really. It's really about anger. And I got a guy I know who was in town. I, I'm not going to mention names. You know, he's he's trying to get into the racket, get into the business, one way or the other. I'm not even sure how. But he's an all right guy. I like the guy. But uh, after I do the real time. I go do a spot, I run up to the comedy store, I do a spot, and I run into uh, my old buddy Tom Rhodes, who I haven't seen in a long time. Tom Rhodes has come in from the road, and he's now got himself an apartment here in uh, Los Angeles. Tom Rhodes is a great comedian, an old friend of mine. Spent about a decade out there living the life of a, of a roaming gypsy internationally, doing the stand-up, living hotel to hotel, and living the life. But he's he's settling down. It was nice to see him. So me, Tom Rhodes, and this cat go out to Cantor's to uh, to stuff our faces with some uh, unhealthy Jew food. After I got off stage at real time, this cat had said to me, like, I'm, uh, I'm a little surprised that you didn't call Bill out on his racism on that one joke. He's from Texas. And I'm like, why well, didn't register it as racist at all? Are you familiar with what Bill does? 
he sort of pushes the envelope a little bit, but I didn't register it. He's like, oh, well, I just, I, it felt racist to me, and I'm just, I'm surprised that you didn't call him out. I'm like, who the fuck? You know, like, I felt it right then. And this was right after the show. It's like, you, what, I'm going to sit there on Bill Maher's show and talk shit to Bill Maher about, you know, his choice. It's just like, not only did it not register as racist, but like, who says that to a guy? You think you would have, like, just like, you know, you would have gone, you know, it's like, you're lying to yourself. It's just it's like the fucking equivalent in show business of some sort of um, armchair quarterback. You know, guys have have done very little to show for themselves, and they'll just sit there and, and just sort of like, yeah, you know what you should have done. Yeah, I know what you should do right now. Shut the fuck up. But, you know, everyone's entitled to his opinion. So we made it through that, and I'm like, well, I, I get where you're coming from, but I just think you're wrong. So then we get to a Cantor's, and he just starts going on again. He just starts continuing. I'm like... He's like, you know, I, he's like, I don't like Bill Maher. He's not, he's, not a, he's not a very good comedian. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's a great comedian. And his monologues, you know, he does like a Carson-style monologue. He's very tight. And I just, he's like, I just, I, just don't, I just don't like him. I'm like, this is a guy that's, you know, built a thing that works. And not, not only that, he's a button pusher. And we need button pushers. And he's, a, he's an antagonist. He's a provocateur. He's a shit starter. So, you know, no matter what you think of him or how the show is now, or what it used to be, whatever, you know, he's, he's, he's good at what he does and it's necessary that someone is out there doing that. Okay, this isn't about Bill Maher. This is about where my self-righteous comes from, you know. Now, the last time I'd seen this cat, he was host. I did a show of his that he hosted in Austin, and it took place at a, an abandoned shopping mall where he had a TV operation set up. And yeah, and I, you know, I talked. I like the guy. It's not. It's not an issue. It's not about not liking the guy. It's just like we're sitting at Cantor's. He's like, I just, I just don't think that uh, Bill Maher um, works hard enough on his comedy. And I'm like, I just, I'm like, what, what does that mean? You know, he does a weekly show that requires a lot of research and organization. I mean, I it just, I'm not getting it. He's like, no, I'm okay with the show. Just don't think he works very hard on his comedy. It's like, what, what fucking difference does it make? I, I mean, I get your, I, I, mean, I got his opinion, but he wouldn't let it go. And I just finally, I was like, who the fuck are you to sort of shit on a lifer? Look, if, if you're a comic, I respect, and we're sitting there and we're shitting on people, that happens. Does it come from insecurity? Does it come from bitterness? Does it come from, you know, honest to God, you know, reasonable criticism? All of the above. But if you're a guy that's just a comer and, you know, and, and you know, I don't know what you've done. The last time I saw that guy, he was wearing a bathrobe and a wig. Fine. I, I mean, I don't know what kind of show he does. And, and maybe it's my fault. But the truth of the matter is, it's like, I just blew up and I felt that, 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 crack hit of rage I'm just sort of like what the fuck and and I felt it congeal and come out of my face like a thought fist and it felt good in the moment but uh you know afterwards I didn't feel great and I had to apologize and and you know and and just rephrase it and just agree to disagree but uh I I'm it's very funny about how emotional I'm getting about my business about people who are in my business, respecting the people in my business, and you know, understanding the struggles that we all have, and 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 what it, and how hard it is to get successful. I've also become very emotional about little things, and, and like I, I just a, not little things, but I, I just I'm just emotional. Just seriously, man. I mean, where's your opinion coming from? Where does it come from? Like, why am I saying what I'm saying about that, that person? 
Is it something I really feel? Is it thought through? Is it grounded in something intellectual or rational? Something, is it a reasonable criticism? Or is it just me being a dick? Tricky, hard to tell. All right, I'm very excited now to uh, share with you my conversation with uh, Gerard Carmichael, a new uh, comedy star. The, the Carmichael Show premieres this Wednesday at 9, 8 central on NBC. So uh, check that out and, uh, and let's talk to Gerard. Sometimes I wish I paid more attention in school or in some cases, any attention at all. There are probably a lot of things I could have gotten more out of, like literature. And now it's probably not in the cards to go back to school and study the classics. But luckily for us, there's a new podcast called The Foxed Page that dives deep into the best books of all time. This is basically like the best possible college English class, but more relaxed and fun. No pressure of grades or needing to prepare something to say in class. It's only the books you want to read and know about presented by best-selling author Kimberly Ford. Everything from Cormac McCarthy to Madame Bovary, from classics like Frankenstein to modern hits like Lessons in Chemistry. I love Ireland, but I missed the boat on James Joyce. The Foxed Page has a three-part series on Dubliners, and that's a pretty great starting point. Want to get the most out of what you read? The Foxed Page is for you. Get it now wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Have you ever been on stage and you you hear the uh, like you hear your voice back? Sometimes that's terrifying because if you're if you're hearing that and you're noticing it, yeah. it's not going well. It's not going. Well. But <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's like it's. I feel like I'm recording a song and I'm immediately listening to playback. And sometimes I'm like, oh, uh, this rhythm's it's not right. bad. It's not a bad rhythm. Right? So you can you can detach from it enough to like. I mean, you have a certain amount of uh, persistence and perseverance, no matter how it's going up there. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so I guess sometimes like uh, it's nice to it, when things aren't going well, if you can hear your own voice, just go. That's enough. That's entertaining enough That's entertaining for me. Enough. Yeah. It's like it's here's the thing. It's like it's it kind of is like sex, where it's like if you had. If you had great sex before, you know it's out there. You know it's sure. possible, right? And even in the middle of not so great sex, it's you're still like, okay, it's still okay. You still know. You still got to go. You're gonna. You're gonna get back out there. Sure, right? You like the on stage. You're like, well, this chick's not that into it. It's not into we're it. We're not locked in. It's not. It, we're not connecting the way I want. Yeah. But uh, but she seems to be volunteering for it. So look, she, we can get through this, you know. Yeah. Next time, yeah. same chick, different chick. That's we'll good. figure it out. I wish I had that disposition. It was always a <laughs> well. I mean, I, I I didn't when I started, but I think I have it more now. Yeah, it used to always be a fight with me. I you know it was just a you know, let's provoke these fuckers. Yeah, and see how far I can push them. Yeah, and then uh, and then and then and even when they come around, let's make it worse. <laughs> There's no reward. There was no reward not, for not them. Not really. Not really. It was no, all like, no. oh, okay. Well, do you, did you always, was it always your intention to be an entertainer? <laughs> I mean, because I sometimes, yeah. it, when I started, and I know the kind of shit that you kind of push, yeah. that there there is something about, there might be a difference between being a comedian and being an entertainer sometimes. Yeah, and it's, it's funny because I do have this innate desire to be an entertainer right right, right. You, but yeah but like when i went on stage especially when i know an audience hasn't been pushed to that place yeah like you know i mean the part of the benefit part of the beauty of doing i think comedy in like new york and la yeah is that like it's these marathon shows so you are you are finding out where you fit in 
in like like within a lineup is right. how also, do you how do you define your shit how do you define your shit right like how how is this exactly like how right. do i stand out amongst right. Right. all these other guys so it's like in 12 I, minutes in 12 minutes <laughs> in 12 <laughs> minutes so if you feel like an audience hasn't been pushed right yeah and you feel like everyone's just giving applesauce yeah, yeah. like you gotta yeah. you gotta put a little medicine in. yeah yeah here's a bowl of shit <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you give them yeah. a bowl well, of shit yeah like some sugar on it <laughs> look what i just did i just i I just <laughs> fucked your heads. You'll remember that. You didn't laugh much, but you'll remember. You'll never forget this. That's right. You'll never Which be- is a major percentage of it. Not ma- It's not a bad thing. Yeah. Not a bad thing. Because I've laughed at some guys and then been like, what's his name? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Like yeah, A lot of times you, you go to clubs and it's hard to differentiate between the the point of view. Yeah. Like, that, that's the thing. It's like yeah. you can hear different voices and shit, yes. but you listen, is a point of view sort of the same? Yes. There's a detachment from it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, I think that like what you seem to have been doing is just taking the risks to define. Like in my mind, the stage is your territory. You can do whatever the fuck you want with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. That's like what we were talking about with Miles Davis in the house mm-hmm. is that you can push it all you want. And by doing that, even when you, you push too far, you know, you, you at least know the space you have to work with. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, you got, you know all the rules. Right. Then break all of them. Right. For a little <laughs> while. For a little while. And, but and, I mean, you. you it's like. Why? Why the fuck do we want to do the same thing that everybody else is doing? No, that, you know, I like, mean, why, that's the most boring. That's not art. It stops being art, and that is. It's like where I got to get off board because it's what, just so boring. Right, right, and there's also that point where you're like, well, how much of what I'm doing is like? There's a difference between pushing people uh, farther than they're willing to go, mm-hmm. and, and and just being truly yourself. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes. That, that's, I think, what you're trying to find out. What's in between that? It's like, I can, I can fuck with them this much, but why am I really doing that? Yes, when when it stops being honest, you, right. got, you have to. Because it's that's like, right. it's like when, uh, you know, you, we both <laughs> say things that are edgier, but you can tell, I think, they're honest thoughts. Right. It's not like, right. and then, you right. know. Take that. Yeah, shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like, because that's fruitless. That, yeah. that has, not, that, you know, it's like, this is an honest thought. Like I really, it's, it may be fucked up and right. it may be, but it, this is a honest feeling that I've had. It's an honest thought that I've had. Right, this that, is an honest way I've viewed something. Right. And I'm not afraid to share that with you. And that way, even if it's, you know, provocative mm-hmm. or, or shocking, at least uh, you you have this connection with the audience that's authentic. Yeah. Not just because like, if you're just doing shock shit, that's really defensive. Like yes. you're, you're actually hiding you're hiding. You're <laughs> hiding behind, you know, buzzwords. Yeah, this bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like, blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abortion. Right. Blah, blah, exactly. blah. Molestation. Right. Blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Right. And then I fucked it. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, it's like, what are you, what are you even saying? Is anymore? there much of that around anymore? Is that still happening? I, I mean, mean, like a little bit. I think so, a little bit. It, it, it's a little it, tired, though, right? You, you yeah, know, like, because you, you feel it, that they're just trying to. Well, now it's gone to uh, where shock existed now it's been replaced with absurdity yeah you know yeah. and we went through oh, that's like, back the fa- yeah the, yeah. the, 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 the absurdity <laughs> of just like right, and this is the most absurd thing that yeah, I could that say. Can ever say you know what's funny though but some guys uh, had a friend Angelo Bowers mm-hmm. who, uh, who oh the guy who died the guy passed away in, was that in New York that, that was, was here, here. Was that was here in yes car, in started with him car accident that was horrible I remember him. that guy you Gen- started here. He st- he started here. Did you start here? I started here as well. Yes. Uh huh. And he was so nothing he said on stage was the truth. 
Yeah. Everything that he said was kind of like just these made up things. If you knew him, you knew that's how his mind worked. It's like when you watch, you know, Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. you know, or watch, you know, Robin Williams and and these these things. They they aren't just saying. So you know, the other day, my wife. It, it's not like just these personal stories, right. but it's true to their sense of humor. That's right. If, and, if they're if you can feel who they are, then yes, that's cool. Yes, and right. with if Angela would say some of the most absurd things in the world, but it but the and I usually don't necessarily connect that well with some of that sense of humor when it feels contrived. Right. But it it didn't feel contrived with him. Like cuz you he, knew him. You yes. got feel for him. Yeah, he more than anybody inspired me to be more myself. Right. Like more than anyone I've met. Like that he's guy. just like that guy. Yeah. It was it's probably my like my I dedicated my special him because he was he's probably like one of my biggest inspirations in comedy really absolutely it's nice when they're your peers it's amazing when every day mark just hitting mics just mic after mic after mic with angelo was one of the most beautiful experiences of my life yeah, like sweet, it really man. was always new stuff and we would always i remember we did a montreal uh the, my, my first montreal audition we were right, all, the all audition, doing right. the audition yeah and i saw him writing his notebook and i was writing in, in mine and, yeah. I rem- and i remember walking over to him and whispering like you know we're probably the only two com- comics in the country trying new shit yeah on, on, on yeah, the montreal yeah, audition yeah. right like, and yeah. we we just wanted to like we sure. just had to take that risk we had to take sure. that chance and sure. like sure. yeah we're so the only two comics willing to sabotage our sets Seven. because we're the real deal exactly fuck these people fuck these people <laughs> but really kind of right sure man i look believe me i i know that amazing i love the people of montreal but like I, but as far as industry is like it's like if you can't be yourself then what's the point no that that's true and it, like it took me a long time to learn certain lessons about that mm-hmm. but i think there's uh there's it's part of our nature uh as comics usually like if you got the bug to do this when you were a little kid mm-hmm. there's a lot of fuck you in it no but but have you not no there's an insane amount of fear of in course, comedy of course but, and, but like like uh, I, I talk to guys about even staying on Montreal, right? Yeah. And I would talk to guys, and they and they would say, "Well, I hear the people of Montreal like it when you do this or you do that." And I'm like, "Who can, do your be uh, yourself?" Well, then you go, and then you say, "Like, oh, I don't, I don't do that." Yeah, yeah, I don't do that. It's why I haven't yeah. done a late night set. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, "Oh, well, then if I can't just go be exactly well, that's myself, the, well, then, that's the trick, man, right?" Yeah, because like I think in back in the day, the late night sets at least you had seven minutes. Eight yes. minutes. Eight minutes. Maybe you had a shot in eight minutes. Yes. Now at four and a half. Four and a half. It's hard. You almost have to write these set up punch things, yeah. even if it's not you. Right. You got to find the three jokes. Yes. That you can mash together. Yes. No, I mean, when I was doing those sets, I knew I wasn't going to be exactly what I am in a live situation. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I was like, well, this is part of the job. I'm a comedian. Yeah. I get to be on TV in this context. Yeah. That's one of the available outlets. How do I fucking master that? That yeah. was the way I thought about That's it. That's I mean, which is a great way of thinking. It's yeah. like, like it, it's almost in a good sense, it's a great business way of thinking. Well, it's and just it, like, you know, we're comics, that's part of the job. And there at some point I got that in my head. Yeah. Like every one of our heroes did that shit. Yes. Yes. But but it's it like anything else, right? Like with the sitcom, with everything, uh, when it starts becoming a thing. That's when it hard. gets dangerous because well, like doing a Tonight Show set, sometimes I see guys, some of my friends, and I'm like, they got the suit on. Yeah, that's and I'm always like, you would the, never do that. You yeah. would never do that. Well, I think when you were younger and like you're coming up in a different time, mm-hmm. that you, you you know when there was just like three or four outlets. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and the thing was, you know, Letterman or or uh, or 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 Carson. 
you know, uh, or Leno afterwards. I, I didn't have much. I didn't do Leno till the last year he was there, just because I got my shit. Yeah, that. well, also, I, 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 my my personal uh, philosophy is like only do things that would look good in a time capsule. Right. So like you're yeah. the last year yeah. of like a thing. Well, <laughs> well it was like, it was one of those things where I, I I never I never had that much respect for him necessarily. Like he used to be a great comic, but he was sort of a pander monkey on the Tonight Show. <laughs> but like when I've never I was heard pander monkey yeah. before. But uh, when I was a kid and coming up, it's like Letterman was the guy. Yeah. And we, like, that was the grail. Yeah. So when you did your first Letterman, you were like, holy fuck. Yeah. And it was pretty amazing because it was this huge theater. It was cold in there and it was a real theater and you respected Dave and you wanted him to like you. Yeah. But I wore a fucking suit and I, it was a shiny suit, dude. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know how shiny it was. But I, 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 like, I look at that first set and it was tight as fuck and it was good and it was me, but it wasn't like me that you'd see in a club yeah there's no way to do that really in five minutes six minutes yeah yeah it's so we, you just avoid it all together yeah just i i attempted to do one i Where? got it uh uh letterman actually uh-huh. i got a note it was like i, I sent in a tape mm. and it was like we prefer more set up punchline like yeah. like uh, that more that structure and i was like oh well, i'm cool what so you're not doing it so i just didn't do it huh like, I don't know how you work, but I, I feel like we work somewhere. Like, you know, you write ideas and then you just you just talk them out. Is that what you do? I mean, you don't yeah, write jokes. It's, I, yeah, it's right. like ideas as thoughts. Right, so you know, then you, you, through a certain amount of repetition, it polishes itself and, 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 yeah. and grows up in public. Yes. The joke. Today. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, is it like I just had an experience last night at the store where I, I've been doing this line and this bit. For for a few months now, mm-hmm. but it just never what didn't click as hard as I wanted. I never understood why because it ties back into an earlier part of the bit. And last night it just like it did what it was supposed to do. Yeah, but it t- took months, and I can't tell you why. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> it just did. Right, it just did. It had its night. Yeah, it, sometimes a line I wrote in 2010. Oh yeah, just shows up right or how about you're like oh i know oh i know how to talk about this right yeah 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 i fold shit back in sometimes or different pieces of shit from the or how about when like when a punchline is delivered to you you know when you've got a bit yeah it's not all done but it's funny enough yes and then you're just doing it and then one night this thing drops in you're like where'd that fucking come the whole time yeah the whole time that should have yeah that was that's what was was waiting to happen right this whole time like oh man that's and then you're like i gotta go back and do my special again (laughs) (laughs) i did that i put i put unfinished thoughts on the special yeah it wasn't that what it was called uh yeah yeah unfinished (laughs) some unfinished thoughts it was some thoughts it's just like oh yeah no and then and then there's that well where did like you started here, but you didn't grow up here. I'm from North Carolina. I grew up in North Carolina. What part? Uh, Winston Salem. Really? Yeah. I I like North Carolina. Do you? Yeah. I was. Uh, it's a. It's I, I I tell you weirdly. I you know I, as as I get older, for some reason, I was you know very judgmental of the South for very specific reasons, mm-hmm. and a lot of them were probably real, but they weren't my life, and yeah. a lot of them had to do with stereotyping. You know. Yeah. But as I go back now, I'm like fucking this part of the country, although. <laughs> I used to do a joke that was like, in the American South, there's an ignorance that runs so deep, it actually has integrity. Ha! So, <laughs> that, I mean, what, that, that's the whole Confederate thing, right? right? It's, right. It's, a, it's, it's ignorance that transforms into integrity. It's, it just, it, it, it is almost, what it is. Almost, you know, it like, defines you know, the place. It, yes. Yeah, even if it's, it, it, thank God it's not as active, but you know, clearly racism exists, but the, the, region, the region is charming. Like, yeah. it's beautiful country, good people yeah. for the most part. You know what I admire is sometimes just 
the ability to just hold on to something. The, mm-hmm. the problem is sometimes it's the wrong thing. Yeah. But just to hold on to something, just to have a okay. set of values. Got to believe in something. That, ju- that you just hold on to it. And life just yeah. is, a, it's a bit right. clearer. Wrong-minded shit, but he's committed. He's committed, man. <laughs> he's committed. The grand, the, the grand wizard yeah. of the KKK. Evil motherfucker, but he knows Evil what he thinks. Evil motherfucker. But think about how simple his life is. Mm-hmm. Like, he wakes up. He's like, uh, did you still hate niggas? Yep. Yeah. Still don't like them. Yeah. Time for breakfast. His, he eats his he eats his waffles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? His life is pretty simple. He like, eats his chicken and waffles. He eats his chicken and waffles, people. which is ironic <laughs> as fuck. Exactly. We, we said it's ignorant. <laughs> yeah. But it's like just this guy that just has a simple life. It's like you're holding on. If he just adjusted that, just changed one word to mm-hmm. love, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Same simple life is just yeah. Well, that's the weird thing about that, and you know, and I talked to uh, uh, President Obama, who was sitting right next. By chair. the way, yeah, that's his cup. Yeah. Is that his cup? Yeah, hey, look at who else's cup would that be? It's I got mean, the presidential the, seal on. So who brings this in? A little lady. He's got a little lady <laughs> it's with him. Always a little lady. Yeah, but, I don't know if it's always a little lady, but they they have a food person, and she comes with his tea and his yeah, and then puts that in there. Did when you he sits down. did you offer? Yeah, and you offer sure, and he says. Uh, he he he. Well, she came in before, so he was set up. He had a water. So, so even tea. even before I'm not gonna you offer get a him chance. cereal. What am I going to offer him? You want a bowl of cereal? I don't got a lot of shit in the house. Maybe got some bran flakes and raisins. <laughs> you want some of that? Why not? I just know, to see. Just to see. He would have. Uh, I had a lot more on my mind, dude. It would be. It, I know. <laughs> By the way, how yeah. dope. That was a, a great thing. Yeah, was that amazing. was an amazing thing. Insane. I was like, I, I I think I was supposed to be here. I got bumped for Obama. <laughs> I got bumped, yeah. by the way. Yeah, he told me to book you. He said, yeah. <laughs> Obama said, I'm a fan of that uh, Carmichael kid. I, got, I, I was like, cool. Yeah, I've, got, yeah. I've gotten bumped by worse. <laughs> That's right. You did get bumped by Obama. I got bumped you? by Obama. <laughs> and I was like, I, was like I, got, I got bumped by worse, so yeah. I, I can handle yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, so North Carolina, North what was Carolina. It, what, when, did, uh, when did you leave there? How old were you? Uh, 20. You were 20. Uh, left. So you just said, Mom, I'm going? Yeah, basically. I was, at, I was working at a shoe store. In in, in, in Winston Salem, Salem. and uh, and a guy came in, and and I was thinking about moving to LA. I was once again going back to wanting to be an entertainer. But what you were in high school? I just out of high school. It's this gray area of just doing nothing. Sure, sure. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Yeah. You know, part time uh-huh. at a shoe store, or sure. whatever. Like shoes, shoes or sneakers like or real shoes. Finish line sneakers. Oh, yeah, yeah. About what do you have on? Okay, sandals, no, sandals. okay. No, no I, I can't give you yeah, any right, information right. on this. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I got nice shoes. I got boots, man. I got okay. Red Wing boots. I'm a, oh, okay. a boot guy. We didn't sell you. Yeah. You would have hated everything yeah, in the no, store. If I needed sneakers, I would have been all right. Yeah, yeah. But like, was that a mall? You had a mall. At a mall. At a mall. Big mall, mall small mall. A decent sized mall. Uh huh. De- pretty, pretty decent so you're, sized you're, mall. You're eating at the Chick Fil A. I mean, at the Chick Fil A a yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm eating at that Chick Fil A a lot. There was a Burger King sure. upstairs. Yeah, there was a Sheets. There was a yeah. Sheets. I don't even know what that is. That was. I mean. You've been on a you've is that a local been, chain? You've driven by one a on your way to a hotel a somewhere place? in the middle. It's a food place. Uh-huh. Some places a food place and gas station. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. say it was classy. Yeah, it's a yeah. food court. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we sure. were, so just all of that and, and and I was thinking about uh moving to LA because to I do wanted comedy. To, to do comedy. I wanted to be an entertainer. I always wanted a, a show. I always want it's these things. I, that I've always vague, been though, that vague not yeah, not specific. I didn't know you I wanted to be in to show do business. Wanted to be in show business. Didn't Always know you wanted to do stand up. Didn't know specifically stand up. I I I thought that it was like um almost arrogant hmm. to just be like oh really I'm that guy like oh I know what funny is I'm not one of those guys. But what did you grow up with? You got siblings? 
I have older brother, an older brother, Joe. Yeah. What's he do? Joe is now like a stay-at-home dad, and yeah, really, and, and, like loves it. Yeah, I, why wouldn't you? He so loves it. The wife's working. Wife's working. My sister, <laughs> what my it's my sister-in-law. Yeah. I, I, she's been in the family for so long. I just say sister. Yeah, I yeah. Look at her sure. as a sister, and she's, uh, you know, working. She's in education. Nice. And how many kids they got? Smart. They have two. Uh huh. I have a niece and nephew. And he's just doing that thing. He's yeah, and, how great and he's is a, that? like like a great dad, which is weird watching your brother be like a great dad. How much like older the is guy, he? He's eight years older than me. Oh really? And yeah, and so the, the the guy that used to just punch me in the chest is now eight years older. He's punching you in the oh, chest. Man. What were you like? Two? Punishment. Yeah. <laughs> he waited till I was three. Oh, that's good. And, and respect to Joe. Yeah, he waited till I was three before to hit, he, to hit me in the <laughs> chest. <laughs> he was eleven. Yeah, he was eleven. So he's just, just jealous of this little fuck that showed yeah. up taking all the yeah. attention. Yeah, well, I was also probably you no. Know, I was a bit over. You know, I was a lot as yeah. a kid. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're, so you're a lot as an adult. I, for the love of God, for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, uh, uh, older brother wanted to be in showbiz. A guy comes in, right to the store. To the store. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know how we got on the conversation. I think small talk of just what do you do? Yeah, right. And he says, oh, I'm an actor out in L.A., right? Yeah. I don't know what his name is. Uh-huh. I don't know why he was in Winston-Salem. I don't yeah. know if he's from Winston-Salem. Yeah. Uh, but he said... I, I said, oh, I, I was like, oh, that sounds so cool, man. I was like, I want to... I really want to do that. Huh. And he said, yeah, just move. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? what? And then he said, I, I'd never heard of Craigslist. I'd never heard of West Side Rentals. He told me, he was like, just go on there and find a place. I was like, oh. I saved up what little money I had. My sister bought me a plane ticket, and I'm in L.A. in like six months. Really? Yeah. No plans? No plans. I wanted to do – by that point, I knew – I have a great friend, Ashley, who kept saying, it's stand-up. You have to do This is someone stand-up. you grew up with? Someone I went to high school with, grew up with, great friend of mine. And she was very, she was, you have to do stand-up. Did you listen to stand-up? Yeah, I loved stand-up. When you were a kid? Yeah, w- prior Cosby. That was it. Sinbad. Yeah, sure. Carlin. Yeah. Uh, Lewis Black. Sure. You know, like yeah. the, like the, the ones that just really stand out to I like, me, like Sinbad's in there. Sinbad was Sinbad's there. in there. Yeah, yeah. Sinbad, by the way, talk about not writing anything down, put on shows, man. No, big shows. Sinbad put man, on shows. Man, he wore some outfits. Yeah, my buddy Javar just texted me. He was just like, hey, man, Sinbad's, I'm watching a Sinbad special, man. You got to rewatch it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a while. I saw him in um at South By. It uh-huh. just destroys. Sure. Oh, yeah. You know, like just a Real entertainer. Yeah. Real entertainer. And, uh, and so, you know, we watched, you know. And, the two and, sides of that thing are like Sinbad and Cat. Like, you know, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the guys that just like, Cat Williams will ramble darkly yeah. and, and, and blow your mind. And Sinbad just going to ramble and bring you up. He's going to bring you up. Yeah. He's going to bring you up, man. It's going to be fun. Afros and bell bottles, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and he's and just a great entertainer. And we and uh, watched a lot of stand-up. We were, um, we were into it, and we really watched. And my, my dad was very much so, this is Richard Pryor. This is What's, it, why I like him. And, oh, really? And we were, Your dad would sit down with you and say that? Oh, absolutely. Here's and, the record. Let's put it on the CD. Yes, and let's listen. And why? And and because and part a lot of the exploration of my, my stand-up is like, why? The why? My family is very much so you know, great at articulating why something. Why they like Richard. Not what, just he's funny. It was like, this is why. What would your old man do? Uh, he's, he a okay, he's a so truck driver. Okay, so yeah. he loves it. He's in the truck. He's listening to this yeah. shit. Yeah, he's he listening to it all his life. Yeah, listening all his life. Uh, what did he say to you? Why? Because because it was important. 
what he was saying. It was important and it was interesting. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Like, like it was, and and that that always stuck with me. Like, it's just like I didn't, I don't want to just say nonsense. It's like it was important, provocative. And yeah, provocative, but in the, in the best sense of the word. Mm-hmm. You know, like like going back to what we we're saying, not shocking, provo- like genuinely provocative. A lot of heart. A lot of heart. Like the man really exposed his soul when he's when he's up there. Rough stuff, man. Yeah, rough stuff. And and just going there and talking about uh uh uh, uh Bill Cosby told me about uh seeing Richard Pryor on stage, which was by the way a great. So wait, you had an audience with Bill Cosby? I I I went to Bill Cosby's house. I talked to Bill before Cosby. the shit hit the fan. Before the shit hit the fan, yeah. So Bill Cosby, how does he reach out to you? Uh I get a phone call. From my agent, yeah, says, "Hey, Dre, what are you doing tomorrow at three? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Cosby, would like to speak with you." This is before Hannibal dropped the bomb. This is before <laughs> before Hannibal dropped the bomb. It, it, yeah. Before Hannibal, not knowingly, unknowingly, unknowingly dropped the bomb. Okay, but on on information that was sort of out there, anyway. So, yes. So okay, so you're like, "Fuck yeah, I'll go talk to Bill." Yeah, Cosby. fuck yeah, yeah. It's like if even if I had plans, I'm going to go talk to Bill. But Cosby. that's interesting to me because you know. There, there, there is a. I think even in in your relationship with uh, with Spike Lee, yes, that you, you know when they see a guy that's mm-hmm. got the juice mm-hmm. and that's gonna you know represent black entertainment on some level, yeah, that they're gonna like. Well, we're we're the guys. We're gonna we're gonna sit this guy down. There, there is a there is a bit of responsibility. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah, so yeah, actually, so yeah. that was why Cosby. I imagine. Yeah, yeah. That uh, I just signed. Uh, I mean, I. I've been with uh, in a deal with NBC for years. Yeah. Here. So I just signed the deal. Oh, and he and had then, a deal too. He had a deal too. Oh, so he actually, tra- this was before he had a deal with NBC. Oh, so he uh, saw the new maybe, deal. Maybe he saw you as a threat. Who's this? Punk? Like, let me go see. Yeah, let me go <laughs> see. Take this, this motherfucker. About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and yeah. and uh, he told me a story about seeing uh, uh, Richard Pryor on stage. What and, year? Um, like. Early seventies. Okay, so when Richard was big, or right before? This was right before. This is during right. the transition. Right. Okay. And he said, uh, he said he saw he saw Pryor lose an audience for thirty five minutes. Mm. Something so, that he would never do. Yeah, <laughs> Bill. Bill yeah, never. he always has you. Pryor. He said he saw him not have them, and he said he was just explaining. He was just explaining stuff for right. like. 35 it was like and, and trying explain, to find emotionally it. explaining yeah, yeah, explaining yeah. he emotionally said and then explaining. and then at thir- at the, like the 35th minute he said something clicked and then he said for the next hour uh and this is coming from bill cosby which controversy aside i mean you know right is you know bill cosby bill cosby yeah. right uh and so not bill cosby not the bill rapist cosby. yes bill cosby the, the comedian the 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 excellent comedian yeah. bill cosby he said that he'd never seen some like someone have an audience eat out of their hand so well uh-huh for an hour yeah for an hour what's interesting about richard Pryor it seems to like even like uh, did you read that scott saul book no i haven't i'll give it to you oh you thank it. you yeah thank I, you, I, I, I would love to i got it I love like i already read it but it's like it's about that time. It, it, it's only about up to like seventy three or seventy four. It's mm-hmm. it's right up to after the when he started making the bad movies, like after his arc. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. And and that's where it stops. So it's 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 through ah. Oakland, through Berkeley, through you know his transition. Like that's it's beautiful. it's good and it's journalistic. He talked to you know family members that were willing to talk. Like he did his fucking homework. Oh, that's amazing. And it's it's an it's a sweet piece of. Uh, 
of it's a portal into that period of prior because we all make assumptions. What the fuck do we know? Yes. So like you know when he was in Oakland, you know he was like he had thrown away being a Cl- a Cosby clone and he wanted to be an artist. He wanted to be an artist, but he was doing weird shit like poetry, you know, and like you know theater stuff. Like he was really it's the sixties. He's going out there, mm-hmm. but even in that documentary recently where he was taping that special one of the specials and he did a whole taping and he said i didn't do it i didn't hit it oh yeah it's not well and and, oh yeah mythologic i mean bombed right first night of his welcome back live on the sunset strip at the palladium right that's it that's the one i'm talking about stevie wonders in the audience right that's what what i'm talking about and, and he's just and it just it just wasn't as nice, but because he, he lives because he put so much in, dude. Like you know, yes. like like you know, there's very few comics, and maybe you're one of them. And you know, is that every performance is sort of a it's it's a life or death thing. It's not you're not going up there protected by an act. No, you're no. going out there on the fucking you ice. Fly right. You got to fly. Yeah. yeah, and it's and if I don't, I have to feel connected to what I'm saying, it, or it's just it's just the worst. Not, it's the it's worst. like you. It's like you're a zombie. Yeah, if you're not. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I should have. I would just be in accounting. Yeah, if I wanted to just repeat. Right, you if, know what you, I mean. If you don't feel the juice of connection, and if you and don't feel the, with yeah. yourself and the and the audience. Yeah. So yeah. what else did Cosby say? I mean, he must have been teaching you a lesson. He had to school you a little bit. You know, it was. He was. I, I told him about the the idea I had for the show. Yeah. You know, he thought that was cool. We talked about comedy. We talked about. I mean, he said he's actually, uh, you know, not anti. Uh, uh, he kind of said what we were saying about like he just doesn't like shock. He doesn't like uh-huh. curse words so, as a crutch, as oh, opposed crutch. to right. Yeah, as opposed to you know, he's like because yeah. when you he's like when you're doing the clubs, you know, late night, you know, right. Sometimes you know it's easier to just throw in these words. And if it's he's saying as a crutch, he doesn't like it. Yeah, which well, it's is interesting. right, and you know, right. But it was interesting because Cosby defined that that modern black comic thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that wasn't political. Yeah. That was family oriented. Yes. That was clean storytelling, but but you know provocative in his own way. In his own way, right. I actually just talked about that with someone recently about how when talking about family, there there it was kind of provocative when you think about the way he spoke about his children, the way he spoke about it was kind of a raw, sure, a more raw. And, way and then of Noah bit is is, rel- is is kind of provocative and in, in biblical interpretation. Yes, and yes. for the times and sure. in that and, and in context, but but a little harmless. But a little harmful because at that time, I mean, you do have Dick Gregory, you yeah. know, you got Godfrey Cambridge, you got people that are, you know, pushing, you know, in a different direction. Yeah. But like, but the point I was making is at that time, even in in the late sixties, early seventies, in in Hollywood, you know, you had you had the Cosby Camp, but then you had Red Fox who had his own fucking nightclub. Yes. Like down on like La Cienega. Or I want to. Do you know where it was? Because I was I was actually trying to Google this recently because. Prior recorded an album right. there, and I was like, "Where is the club?" I, I want to know building? where the club. Was. What's the building? I'm gonna stand in the building. I want to go stand in the building. So now, like, given that you had this conversation, like, he he didn't give you any warnings. Like, he didn't say, uh, you know, um, you know, be careful of this or that. He didn't give you any. Did he give you any wisdom that you were like, "Oh yeah, okay, I'll look out for that shit." It wasn't. It wasn't the co- that we've read about, like the yeah. one that's just very, you know the condescending it wasn't in any sense right. it was it was almost dare i say in a very respectful way almost just like a meeting and almost on this hey you gotta what do you want to do with your show what do you want to do like yes this he asked as many questions were as, you nervous as he, uh or it was just uh like this, it this was interesting dude. it was i was excited it, I, w- I was genuinely excited because he really 
once again, I mean, it, you always have to give the disclaimer now. But controversy aside, just as a performer, just as a television star. Well, that's a weird thing. Just right? as a businessman, you know. Yeah, it's over for him, though, now. Oh, man. How, how, are you, how do you position him in your brain now? I mean, are you able to keep it separate? Because I know you do bits on it. I grew up in an environment, and, and, and this isn't to speak to the hood versus, you know, whatever, but I know that my personal experience, I grew up in an environment where you had to extract, you had to separate the two. Uh, for, just in, 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 in humanity general, in and life, people? In people. What do you, like an example? Uh, uh, your, my best friend. Yeah. So you know, sold drugs. Right, he's a liar. Like right. you know, my, some of my brother's closest friends have murdered people. Right, right? and so just this type, back in the day, back in the day. Right, <laughs> it's all we're the, the grown ups now. The justice no system more. is taking care of what it needed to take care oh, of. Oh yeah, yeah. And whatever uh-huh. you know, and you know, and some people, you know, unfairly tired. Whatever. Anyway, okay. uh, but you separate from people have done bad things. Basically, right. is what I'm saying, right. right? And this is not the popular opinion, but um, you you learn to separate, to have remove. You, it's not that you need to associate all the time, like right. some people. You don't need to, so, but just on a purely viewing someone, right? You you learn to separate the two, right. and you don't like because sometimes it's force of so when you when you grow up and you don't, and it's not a lot of money, right? Mm. Like there may be a guy who's a piece of shit. Right. right, but he offers something valuable to the group. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it may be like you know this guy is a piece of shit, but girls like him. Right, and he gets girls. Right, so okay, he you know can what hang mean? out. Like, he can hang out, or this guy's a piece of shit, but he has a car. Yeah, right. right <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, like, right. like it's like oh, right. well, he's an asshole. It's a stolen car. It's a so stolen <laughs> car, and we are all in danger right now. But we're gonna get. But he has a car. You know what I mean? Like, and so even if it's just a thing that you offer, like when you think about like like you know, it's like it, like a village, yeah. right? Like you think every caveman was just a great guy, the no, hunters no. and the no no, no like, that guy's like, an asshole, but he'll kill a lion. He, who else knows how to kill lions? Exactly. He knows how to kill lions. Yeah. The rest of us don't yeah. know how to do that. We're and gonna so, have to put up with. Him. Sure, he fucked my wife. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a line though. but it's a lion man it's a lion you gotta think about lions yeah yeah yeah. but but, you know but but it's it's that thing of separating not only that what about justice i mean here's the thing my mom always has this uh this saying she says uh she says i I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in yeah and she says that uh you know a lot and here's the thing what does that mean it means it means this it means once again it doesn't mean you associate yourself you know what I mean? But yeah. it means that I'm not God. I'm not God. And I'm not. And, and where judgment, like I'm not a judge and jury. And if if he if, like if doing anything wrong. It, yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah. It, I, I, you feel like you shouldn't have to say it. But right. just so it's clear. Yeah. Because yeah. I'll get a you're tweet. You're not a fan of. I'll the, get you're a not tweet. A, you're, what you're saying is you're not a fan of Bill Cosby, the rapist. I'm not a fan of any rape. Exactly. <laughs> not a fan of any horrible. Disgu- like, yeah. that's a disgusting act. Yeah. It really is. It's a it's a disgusting, disgusting yeah. act. Yeah. I mean, as it, it's up there with murder, it it ruins lives. And you know what I mean? Like, sure. and just, you know, knowing women who've gone through that. Right. It's, I mean, right. it's horrible. Right. It's absolutely horrible. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, in no way am I trying to say, you he know, he gets a pass. Oh, he gets a, but he's so great. Right. You know, but, but, it, but it is, but it is a thing where it's like, this is horrible. This is disgusting. But w- where the level of judgment, where I can't, 
you can't and no one should I, I think like torment themselves with being a judge because mm. like like being a judge takes a lot of weight and there's a lot of pressure and it's a lot of torment if you don't as my mom would say have a heaven or hell to put anyone in or a or, or a cell to put anyone in mm-hmm. or a whatever now if you take that up as your cause that's your right yeah. that is absolutely your right if you want to push toward that justice and we all have a bit of a responsibility for that right but it's just like you know it, it's one of those things where it's like you can't torment yourself on a personal level yeah. with just like ah buddy because bill Cosby himself is still a, a great yeah nothing special. you can do about that there's nothing you can do about that you but, know what uh, I mean? but bill cosby that but here's the fucking difference is that the fact that he hasn't you know you know publicly cop to anything yeah is that you, there, there's obviously a pathology that he's got problem but richard pryor would have talked about it well richard <laughs> you know like he i doubt he would have done it I mean, richard pryor talking about shooting his wife's car out and just all these things yeah he's exposed so i mean you i mean that's the beauty of him you yeah know, so then like, it becomes the question is like this man cosby's soul is in trouble mm-hmm which, what do you have anything to do with? Nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, like, I don't have anything to do with anyone. So, you know, like, yeah. I have nothing to do with it. Yeah, but, you know, but you can have opinions and you can. Like, yeah, you are, and yeah. once again, and and hopefully we all have the same opinion sure. on After, the matter. Yeah, I hope we all have the same opinion right. on the, the issue itself of just like, ah. Uh. Who else? How did your relationship with uh, Spike Lee unfold? Because uh, he directed was, the special. He directed the special. I wanted someone that... Uh, could capture like a documentary type feeling you reached out to him yes i called him mm-hmm. well i mean the hollywood version the industry version rather of you know told my a agent. guy called a guy but then i mean we it became really direct pretty immediately what do like, you think of him as a man as a man yeah uh spike is he's he's i really respect i mean he's convicted like he's convicted and like what he believes in he believes in and we had you know i mean i think it's right to share like we had discussions about things like what like like i mean i mean in the in the bit he was very uh, he was very adamant about me not i i opened talking about how like with the trayvon martin thing and how like these horrible things happen but you don't really care right and and we had a disagreement and what the perspective of that was i had to explain to him what the perspective was because he took it as you know like but people do care but i'm like but do that you know and and to me i i say it as a challenge and as a very real harsh personal realization of oh man i'm allowing life to go on and I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying it's it's a reality. Of a lot of times, these tra- tra- tragedies happen. It's about social responsibility. Social responsibility, and that's what the bit's about. And we had great conversations about it. Just talking about like, yeah, this is what I meant by that. This is why I said it. This, but he was honest and he was open with it. And you know, like, and and he was very much so. Like, yeah, there were a few things. In so, there. so, so had- his his angle was: is it not irresponsible for you? To, to say that nobody to say, cares. Yeah, to say that nobody cares. And I said, I think it's irresponsible of me not to say that. Right. Because because it's like, no, and, and because, because I don't- Because most people, it's not my life. It's not my life. Yeah, that's most people. Right. And, and once again, going back to even what we were just talking about, like- I mean, at some point, you do have to take some type of social responsibility, and there are certain th- there are things that we can change, and we need to actively change. That's why I said it because it's this challenge. And if it made you feel like, well, I do care. I, the the hope and the intention was that people, if it if you thought I was wrong about it, mm-hmm. that it would in, that it would motivate. Well, what did you? What was the the community of your childhood? Uh, lower class. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, you know, 
people doing things they needed to survive, factory type jobs, that type of thing. But but working class, working class working was not class, a yes. like uh, a ghetto situation. No, uh, it, hard to where's know. the line? I don't know. I mean, the, were people selling drugs? Were people doing? Sure. Yeah, like yeah, it's, that was the here's neighborhood. Thing, here's the thing: if if I didn't grow up in the if it wasn't the ghetto, then I mean, someone needs to change the wallpaper. Because <laughs> it's looking a lot of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like, I, so I don't. Sure. Who, yeah. who sure. am I? Here's the thing: I don't want to label it, right? You know, like right. because it, I would love for it to have yeah. not to have been. Yeah. How like were you in danger many times? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so hey, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? Right. You know right. what I mean? Sure. Like where there are drive-bys of, like across the street from my house, directly across. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, here's the yeah. thing. <laughs> to some people, that sounds like a vacation spot, and that's not a, not a ghetto. Right. To me, not so much. You know, right. it's like you right. grew up with a real life. Once again, like a real life. You know, all right. You know, and but with that said, I also don't want want to make it sound like it was just the worst. And there there but, are but, worse. But places. it's interesting. Yeah. Getting back to Spike's point is that you know if you grow up you know in in that type of community where it's not unusual yeah. for that kind of shit to happen. Yeah. You know, like, I guess maybe what he was trying to address, and I don't know, was that, um, it, you know, we can't, you know, speaking, I would say, as him, is mm-hmm. that, you know, black people mm-hmm. can't disassociate. Yeah. Is that? So, so, so here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, there, ha- as a black person, yeah. as a black comic, yeah. uh, there, there are so many rules, right? And there, there, there's a difference between responsibility. There are, there are because unspoken, uh, unspoken. Like really, what? like, like, what? It's saying that I'm as a black comic, especially, I'm not supposed to say that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, sure. that's not a thing that is I'm it, supposed. Is to Is that say. where Spike was coming from? Yeah, right. It's like you're not supposed right, to say right, this, right, right. and 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 part of like, listen, not to sound like, well, this is my, but but I do want to contribute to not only comedy, not only the, the you know, like the, the, the artist experience, but yeah. like you want to contribute and push every experience further. So part of my job is to, to say those things that are true that I'm not supposed to say to break that rule is part of my responsibility because, because it's inhibiting. It's inhibiting the art. It's inhibiting the consciousness to 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 not say these things. To not, you know what I mean. Right. So I, I have to. Right. But it's also interesting that your trajectory was not the standard black comic trajectory. You not you didn't come out of black clubs. No. Yeah. No. So you were able to have this, you know, this thought provoking exchange mm-hmm. with a mixed audience, if not white leaning audience. Yeah, it's most a, yeah. of the time. Yeah, yeah, and you're, when you're at the store, you're at the improv, sure. you're at the, you know, it's not, it's not all black audiences. And by the way, I mean, love, I love when it's when I, whenever I'm in front of a black audience, there, there is a certain amount of like comfort what? and like excitement of just like, oh, great, you know, yeah, because yeah. It, now it, we can really do it. Yeah, if we can really go for it. because the whole thing, I really believe my purpose is to contribute to expanding consciousness yeah. within, especially within art. You know, you try and let it go, even let it permeate and go beyond that. But, but it's to expand consciousness and that, and everything that I do is rooted in that everything in the spe- saying these things that you're not supposed to say, but are honest. It's uh, the, even the way we shot and did the special, all of that is to, was to expand consciousness. When did this, uh, this, 
idea, this vision of yours take hold? I mean, like it wasn't at the shoot store. So when did you start to acknowledge the idea of art? It, it's a thing that I've always respected, right? The things that I always gravitate toward are the things that mean something, like that, that, that kind of mean something and, and help expand consciousness, mm-hmm. right? Like, so even before wanting to do, like what? Even at the shoe store, the reason I always watch The Daily Show is because Jon Stewart, I think, genuinely does a service to society. Right. Because it, it is the, it's, the source of news for cutting people. through hypocrisy cutting through hypocrisy and and getting to the 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 truth yes and informing people yeah because it is a thing where you know if you try and read about you know what's happening in politics through the associated press it's not as clear as john stewart explaining it to you sure. at 11 or rachel o'clock. maddow or, or yeah yeah it, it's john stewart it's clear and it's humorous right and it's and it's like this that's what art is to me it is medicine and applesauce because sure. it, it's it's fun and it's but it's it really is saying it makes things. people see things differently you so makes, like so like you want to blow minds like you know you got you, people walk through life every day and all of a sudden you make them think of things like you just tweak the knob a little and yes. they're like i never thought about that way. yes i'm responsible the expansion of consciousness. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, and those are the things that I've always gravitated toward. It's the you know it, it it's always a th- because uh, because other once again what looks good in a time capsule, right? You know what right. ne- what deserves to be in a time sure. capsule. You know, like, yeah. and that's that's always been where my my head is. Even in the in what I would watch and how I would spend my time in just in self education, it's always like let's read the guys that lasted. Let's read the guys that mattered. Let's read, like who? Uh, uh, let's start at like Frank O'Hara, right? Okay, yeah, Frank sure. O'Hara is this poet who Great poet. from the new New York School of Poetry, yeah. uh, who uh, uh, just. In his, the way he structured poems, mm-hmm. the way he did things, yeah. it mattered. It right. influenced people. I think he was the poet laureate for a while, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. he it like just like my favorite poem is uh, uh, is "My Heart" uh-huh. by Frank O'Hare. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna cry all the time. I'm not gonna laugh all the time. You know, like the, these. It, it, and so I like, I wanted to read all of his like anything that I could, anything I can get my hands of Frank O'Hare on. Yeah. yeah, as much as I could. I'm yeah. just at Barnes and Noble sure. that was like you know which, sitting which, there it, it's the same thing with like art I went into the Whitney uh, 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 the uh, new one yeah the new nice, one nice right it's really really that nice that was a great exhibit that one they got up was their collection through the years right just the, yeah, the, yeah, 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 that's, yeah 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 I just saw it it's fantastic amazing it's fantastic goes through the protests through the periods yeah like, you know, all the different types of art yes and then like the 60s and the 70s it's amazing yeah it's amazing yeah so I brought that up to say like the same thing with like poetry or anything it's like it's always dangerous territory because then I then I don't want to go to I you know the the classic I don't I, I don't know art but I know what I like I, all I know is my interpretation no, no but that's all you need to know but I it, mean that that comes back to the same thing of uh you, you know what you do on stage is if you're honest the thing is, is yeah that, you know there's always going to be people with an education or intellectuals that are going to question your reaction to it because they're going to put it into a different context but the pure reaction of somebody who's just sort of like, I want to feed my head. Yeah. And you have that thing hit you like that. Yeah. That's honest. Yeah, that's and, honest. And then if you want to chase it down the pipe and learn more shit about where it came from or who that guy was, that's all other. That's a that's another expedition. That's a whole other thing. Yes. Right. And you can choose to go down that route sure. or not. So sure. And ruin it for yourself. Yeah, and ruin it for yourself. <laughs> yes. And just and just yeah. that's a whole. You got to go oh, yeah, to college yeah. again. It's <laughs> a whole lifestyle change. Right. But but just you know like reading like just reading reading educate like just trying to educate yourself on feed your culture. head feeding your head like because there's those things like. 
like even like like especially if you don't if you're not and most people aren't educated in in poetry or, or contextualizing O'Hara and in, in where he came from poetically yeah. that if you just deal with the meat of his expression or the painting like sometimes when paintings are supposed to be provocative in the same way you do a comedy it's nice to know the movement yeah like these motherfuckers were trying if, to turn you, it upside down if you go if you go to a Caravaggio exhibit yeah it, it, right yeah if you if you see it, you need to know the context of the movement. You need to sure. know that, that a lot of the art yeah. is in the shadows. Sure, Bro, you yeah, know, yeah. Like, Caravaggio, uh, sort of like, yeah. oh, there, look at that yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah, I went to what I uh, could be to Kevin Christie. We went to LACMA, and he just basically oh, he schooled you. He schooled me yeah. on think like, and it was like oh, and you learn the context. He schooled me on like the context uh-huh. of art, and yeah. and so and so it's like with comedy with all of it. I just uh-huh. I'm. I'm interested in where I stand in art. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. like it beyond comedy. Yeah. You know, like it's, a, it's I mean, you just look at what this show is, right? The, the, you have the president of the United States yeah. here. Yeah. This isn't just, you know what I mean? This isn't just like, you know, like, and, and my favorite thing reading with the president was there yeah, yeah. is just like, ne- they have to deal with you now. Yeah. They, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. it's like, it's like, and just like writing about like, just yeah. a, a thing. First of all, it, some comedians it, podcast. It, it hasn't been, you know, in the context of, especially comedy yeah it hasn't been a little thing since it started right yeah, right but then and then and then you just watch it grow and yeah. you watch it grow and yeah. you watch it grow and they have to deal with you and now even this show itself is in the context of art yeah is in the, in the context sure. of, of of journalism in the context yeah. of documenting things so Crazy. it's like it's like this show exists in that context yeah. now and i want my stand-up i want my whatever to exist in art right you know what i mean sure, like, and so and so you need to read read about artists you need to explore art you yeah need to explore sure man and, and the art of everything sure man you know and yeah. not just poets and painters there's a art i would argue there's an art to being a reality star you know what i mean like i'm not sure they're aware of I, that yeah i don't think that, i don't but here's the thing i, I, I actually got an argument you're, gonna, be, you're about, gonna have to contextualize that uh, contextual contextualizing <laughs> kim kardashian sure. to even the way paris hilton did it sure fewer mistakes yeah smarter about it yeah. capitalizing off in liter- every nook and but, cranny of it but but okay i understand what you're saying mm-hmm. but i think there's a you know skill set and craft and uh and 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 also you know putting ambition together with how to uh to get your hustle on to make a, a few Th- bucks there is... but uh, but you're talking about expanding consciousness i'm, to- I'm talking I, about i don't know if i don't know if that... yeah 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 no but i'm just saying is but, that the, but, is that but the... that is a skill that that is a skill here's the thing whether we like to admit it or not Kim Kardashian is going to be remembered. Okay, but that's and different. T- explored you, you, and but hold on, but but um, the, the but, phenomenon is the phenomenon is going to be is going to sure. be explored. Which which then I mean it, to a certain degree, rather I don't even like the same, but it it influences. Sure, you know what I mean. It influences, and so like being influential is a part of art. Like that's a big part. But, of But it. still, where but like you know from like for what I'm hearing, it is a skill set. It, it is. No, I, no, know, no, I know no, what you're no, saying. No, 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 it, no, yeah. I'm not arguing. I'm just saying that you know there there is something about being remembered and historical. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do that by by not expanding any consciousness at all. And actually, <laughs> and if you do, it might be in the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, it, so and then there's there there's the idea of art. To expand consciousness. Yeah. And I, I think what you're saying is like, you'd like to expand consciousness, but you'd like to be well known for it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank uh, you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so like, so I just want to make sure but, yeah. I so separate you from but, Kim Kardashian but, yeah, yeah. out of respect for I, you. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. But it's with, I'm saying it, but when I'm saying like the art of anything is just 
just really with within anything in context, just getting the most out of it. No, no, I get, I get, you know it. what I mean. I, like, I, mean, I get that, yeah. like that, that for anybody to rise out of whatever their life is and have an impact yes, at all, at all, uh, and a lasting one mm-hmm. uh, requires some set of of skills, yes. of, of some kind, you know, absolutely, whether they're good or bad or whatever. It requ- I get that, yeah. And so. and 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 for you to make the impact that you want to make, uh, you, you know, you're still going to have to trust yourself and 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 the machines that are in place because. It becomes that thing where you make a choice not to do a four and a half minute set because you don't represent yourself. If all of a sudden, you know, you get big and they're like, well, we need that four, four and a half minute set. And you're like, I think I can do it now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you'll see a lot of that. No, but, but you'll see a lot of that. Cut to me just in a suit. It's like they yeah, they, it's a lot. Yeah, of yeah. No, no, no. It's a concession. It's a Faustian deal. Yeah. Hey, look, you know, you the, the the NBC show, we picked it up, but it's like, it's not doing great. We need you to, to go on this reality show. Yeah, the, and, to do a little, yeah. you, you, it's like you maintain your integrity as an artist and you try and do things that make sense. What, what, if, listen, the, the reason I wanted to work with NBC is because it's such a machine. Sure. It's such a huge machine, but I really think you can get something good and interesting. Like, through. I, a I, lot of people have said that. I, yeah, a lot of people said that. A lot of people you try, you know, that we don't. Uh, they're they're taking, no longer in the business. I know, I know, I know. Right as I as I prepare for battle, <laughs> like put it on armor, suiting up, just like all right, you guys. It's just like it, people watch, it, and they're, they're just like, well, he talked about art a lot. Yeah, uh, let's see, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, see yeah. The yeah. Fuck this just is sitting there <laughs> talking your mouth. Out, you're shooting your mouth off to suits about Caravaggio. About Caravaggio. Like, what do we like, got here? With they're this like, kid? we're trying to sell Charmin. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, which is the battle. But when you got here, like I, like I hadn't, like it was like there was a lot of a lot of my peers who I hadn't seen you yet, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like you, maybe you go on later than me, or I, I wasn't going out to the clubs as much. But yeah. a lot of my guys, like uh, you know, like uh, Kevin and Al Magical and Brennan, you know, all these guys are like, this dude, this dude's a miracle. And I, like, <laughs> I don't know where he came out of the clouds, and I'm like, who the fuck is this kid? Like, I've never seen anything like it. I'm like, I've been doing comedy 25 years, I've never seen anything like this guy. <laughs> And then I'm like, where is he? And like Neil's like, he's on my couch. And I'm like, what? Yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> the second coming's on your couch. Yeah, I know, I yeah, know, man. Yeah. Well, what what the hell happened? How that? So you get to L.A. and we're and when did you? What was the first set? Where'd you do it? Uh, first set was at the comedy store. First time ever on doing Sunday? stand up on Sunday. Uh, I in got, your I, life, ever in my life. Okay. I'd start. So, I, how long you been doing it now? Started in two thousand eight, uh, almost seven years. Okay. I, I would tell people yeah. I would just lie. Right. People would say how how uh, uh, how long you been doing stand up? And I was a couple years when I first moved because yeah. I didn't I didn't want the crutch. I didn't. If I so you so you I didn't want a, a mythology for yourself. You're like, yeah, I, I've done a, a couple, couple years. years. Oh, a couple years. Yeah. Just very vague about it. But then I, you like, where'd you where'd you from? Where'd you start? Yeah, North Carolina. Just kind of yeah, 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 I never yeah, yeah. did it before I in my go. life. I got, that's why you didn't talk to people. They Get got, in and out. <laughs> Get in and out. They gotta they gotta they're on to you. Yeah, yeah. But but it's but, but because I didn't want that that like not bad for for I right. like judge right. it honestly as right. a set. Right. Just as a set. Right. Because this it may be better than you know what I mean. How'd you prepare for that? first set uh just pace the same way i prepare for this one but yeah some ideas you didn't go a couple ideas couple thoughts go up first at the open mic no audience members comics in the back the The sun is shining through 
yeah, <laughs> that yeah. window. It's, all, it's is, not an easy room either. Not an easy room. Not That's why all. I want to do a special with it because yeah. it's just his no. first place I ever did. Hit or miss, dude. Hit or miss. Easily. Oh, yeah. Easily. They're not going to indulge too much bullshit. It's, it's the, it really is, and I know comics say it, but it, it really is one of the hardest like like uh, by hard meaning it's it is something you have to figure out every night it keeps you on your toes well you got like the the first trick of that original room is like how the fuck am i going to get comfortable in here yes and and like cuz it, it'll that place will pull it, it'll bring your fear right to the surface yes. so you have to battle your fear for however long it's going to take for you to be like, I, I own this stage now. There is a table at your feet. Oh, I know. Yeah, there, it's right You know there. what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a table. And, and now, if the lights and, are right, you can't see past much past that table. Yes. And now that food is served there, people are eating nachos. Garbage. Yeah. Eating garbage. Yeah. <laughs> like, at, at your feet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's a, you know, it's it's a lot to And try. it's just like, there's a rawness there. Like, you just feel yeah. like that room is like, there's a couple of rooms that are, like, despite their reputation, are hard as fuck. The Comedy Cellar is another one. Hard as fuck. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Because once you, but once you pop that place, you're like, fuck, I'm not afraid of anything. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and then, and then, and the, the Comedy Cellar, uh, it, momentum is great. Some of my favorite oh, you gotta moments. you got to hit it. Some of my favorite moments in stand-up is also, also like, going, it's like after Che and uh, Louie. Yeah. You know, at yeah. the cellar, and then yeah. you're up. Yeah. You know, and and once again, where do you fit in this space? Well, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. And that, and that. Well, you better make them know you, you really better, quick. You better you, hit right out of the gate. Better, you don't have a fucking chance. That first one goes in the toilet. If you don't, yeah, yeah, it's like ah, it's over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, the first like, one. That's what go. I love. That's what I loved about following Dane when, we, yeah. like, like you at the factory and right. like, all these things because. It's like you bet, like you just when you're starting out, you're just this unknown person, right? And nobody's there to see you, but but you have the the heat or whatever, and so you're on these shows, right? And you got to know that the 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 biggest trick is like you know you learn it like once or twice where you're like, oh, I'm gonna follow that dude, he's got that energy, I'm just gonna go full on, mm-hmm. and then it's like that didn't work, no. So then eventually you're just sort of like, I'm gonna suck it right down to me, truth, and then wait, truth, wait, what you're good what at that, do you Bill want? Burr's good at that. You know, the, you know, yeah, like, well, you know, it's like, you know, I might have to eat it for six. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? But right. it's like, this has to be me. That's it's right. like, it, right. it, every home, you know, I walk into, you got to redecorate it, man. That's right. You got to adjust That's it. That's right. You, you got to do it know? quick. You got to do it quick. Just by standing there. Just by standing there. Just by your energy. Just unspoken. Yeah. You have to do so it. That is, that's the, that is that crucial moment where it's like, if you let fear win in that moment, mm-hmm. it's going to be a long, oh, 12, yeah. long 15 minutes. <laughs> the, the longest 15 minutes of your life. You are up there. Well, you're just sitting there. You're waiting for it's a green light yeah, over okay, to your no, left. Please. You're just please. waiting. How much, long? How, much, how, long? much how long have I been here? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. that, of course, those are the nights when the next guy's not there yet. And you uh, gotta, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Gotta, now I got to do 20. Yeah, I've been up here a while. I got to do 21. And you know what's amazing about that feeling? It can always happen. It can always happen. <laughs> Always have Tuesday or Saturday. It could always happen. Especially in the OR, you're like, that's just that's all I'm getting. Yeah. I think I'm getting. Yeah. I'm not gonna go higher than that. And there's the place is full. Yes. I'm not get more it's than packed. That. It's packed. Not get that's more. what I that's what I love about the OR. The OR could be full and dead. Oh yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It could be pa- Usually what is that? Under most circumstances. What is just by the, the nature of the people. room being right. people. Yeah. A room full of people. Any other place. You're gonna get do something. Well. You're gonna get something. The OR can be packed Nothing. to the brim. Nothing. Yeah. The worst. They're I just sitting it. there. And you're like, what is the fucking dark? Like, I believe the building on certain nights has a mood to it. Yes. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Yeah. The OR shifts with the moon. Yeah, man. 
shifts with something. It shifts with something. <laughs> and that's what, you know, and but it keeps you on your toes. Yeah. And you gotta adjust that energy. Yeah. So I'm there. I'm up first. Yeah. Open mic. Yeah. Do it. Love it. Go, it did doesn't, you go with? Yeah, no, nothing. it goes hard. But you got the bug. You're like, I'm this excited. Is what, this is I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to share thoughts. Right. You right. know what I mean? Sure, like, it's like, I'm excited yeah. to share thoughts. I'm right. excited to say, hey, right. this is how I feel about this thing. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Hey, do you not feel that way? Right. Great, because I want to talk about it. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I'm excited. And when did the when did people start noticing you? Like, Because it was the store guys, right? Um, Like Neil and, and yeah, Al. Yeah, oh, and, man, Neil and Al and Brett, uh, uh, you know, uh, like, genuinely amazing. Argus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sure. and Bill, I mean, Burr, you know, uh, was very, I mean, he said very, uh, he gave some very nice compliments to me early on in my uh-huh. career and you know it was just do those cosigns in front of you know yeah. at the time Tommy at the comedy store just like put this kid up yeah. you know like and so I mean I you know very very blessed just to have like people yeah it was pretty astounding you know, yeah because like you know I'm a cynical fuck so like you know <laughs> when everybody starts you know talking about this kid Carmack I'm like what well, I can't what well, how could it <laughs> I've seen this happen before <laughs> <laughs> It was, it, it's a, Patrice. Yeah. Uh, you know, and this is- Wait, a, you got to talk to Patrice? I got to talk to Patrice. Oh, that must have been something. One of the most amazing, <laughs> one of the most amazing, uh, it really was, it was one of those well, things- It was one of those like, who the fuck you think you are? So he, uh, Neil, I, I can't remember if it was Neil or Ian, because uh, 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 Ian Edwards had introduced me to Patrice on uh-huh. the patio outside the store, and he said- uh, What was he doing out here? So he, he was at a he place. Was, he was out, yeah, he was here for a few days for some meetings and Holding stuff up the patio? Yeah, just holding up the patio, holding saying, up like, court. Saying who are these fucking Holding people? up court, there's a line, uh-huh. you know, I'm with a friend of, like, I think it was Neil, or it may have been Ian, I, I don't want, but yeah. either way, they, they say, hey, have you met Gerard? And yeah. the first thing he said- Oh yeah, I heard of you. <laughs> you supposed to be that next nigga. <laughs> supposed to be that next Chappelle nigga. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it's just very much, and that's what he said to me. And, and then he talked to me for thirty minutes. I mean, it's really a blessing. I had some great conversations with like that. Well, he's like, you know, it's like, you know, there's like the beauty of Patrice was it's sort of like, you know, I feel good talking to him. Mm-hmm. It's going right into me, but I'm not sure it's right. <laughs> but it's honest. Oh yeah, he's not lying that's to you. Right. That's he's right. Not, but you, know, it he's was telling his it truth. Was, it was honestly. And and I, this is the only conversation I've ever had with him. Thirty minutes. I rem- and I remember it because it's the first time I ever missed a show. Yeah. Because I, I had I was, on my, I was on my way to a spot, and it. And here's the thing. I'm not even gonna pull that whole. I just knew it because I didn't know. I just I just for whatever reason. Yeah. Couldn't walk away. Couldn't even do the polite like I gotta run. Yeah. And I'm sure he would have understood. I stood there and I just missed my spot. I'm you know sure. obviously given the context yeah. of this was pretty close to when he went to the hospital yeah. like oh, yeah, like yeah. this is like months before that yeah. so like obviously you're like oh well thank god that i did but 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 very kind of a vulnerable conversation he's he was a uh it was a it was a weird sort of it was exciting to be around that guy yeah and there's not a lot of guys like yeah that. he was so he talked about mistakes that he made yeah he talked about it once again same thing with it wasn't that like let me tell you something. Right. It was like, it, this is my experience. Right. It was very much so they, you know, it, it was met with this level of like respect. It was, it's never, I, you know, I've been really blessed to like, for whatever reason, people just approach with this level of like honest, like respect. And like, this is what I went through. And I really appreciate that. I think there's a brotherhood to, to comics, you know, and I think that comics, 
especially guys in my generation and, and sometimes older, but they get a little detached. But guys who are still in the in the you know at the clubs and stuff, yeah, that when they see something or they feel talent or they feel like you're one of us, mm-hmm. that they're they're decent fucking dudes. That you know they're sort of yeah. like you know what can I do to help this guy? Yeah, because he's good for us and he's great at what he does and he makes it. You know, he, he, you know, it, it, we believe in comedy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, down to Neil Brennan gave me shoes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Al Madrigal gave me clothes, and the my, like some of my first paying gigs. Brett Ernst would just slide me cash to eat. You oh, really? I mean? you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So like, you came out here. You didn't do the Craigslist. You didn't have a place to live. I found a. I lived on a on a love seat for a month. Then I moved into a studio apartment with four people. We shared small like i mean just the most uncomfortable couch lived on couches like that type of thing i didn't have a day job here it really is by the grace of god that you know but i only thought i focused on comedy i focused on just like like you didn't give a fuck about the day job no day job no no day what's the point no why that's not what i want to do right yeah and here's the thing and i mean once it's a blessing to, to be able to do it and i and people were very like you know, I mean, I think about that a, a lot, man. Just like you know, like Neil and Brett and all these guys that just believe in you. Yeah, you know, like yeah. early on, like yeah. you know, and it's just, uh, I mean, it's so beautiful, man. I never, really I've never seen anything like it, really. No. Where, like just like <laughs> no, and it, it, was, it was a beautiful thing, you know, that you know, the, and, and to hear you tell it was that they 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 knew your talent, they knew your commitment. Dove Davidoff and Brian Callen bought me a car. Yeah, you 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 know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, just like genuine belief. <laughs> you better not let us down. Like, yeah, I was like, man, if I if I if I fuck this up, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, all right, it's like you better focus on comedy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because it's just like you know, if, even if not for yourself, for for them, right? You know, like these beautiful people yeah, just yeah. really believed in you and looked out. Yeah, yeah, that's a sweet story, man. Yeah, it's amazing, and it's it worked like, out. Oh man, you got Thank a place God. to live now. I'm doing all right. You can buy your own pants. Doing okay. I got a couple pair now. <laughs> <laughs> what is the NBC show? When's it happening? Doing how many? We're doing five more. Ep- we did a pilot and then five more episodes. So six total. Six total. You're gonna run the pilot. We're gonna run the pilot. They love the pilot. Who knows how they feel about the pilot? NBC. Like NBC. You don't yeah. That I listen. You assume love. I don't think you know love has anything to do with right? any of it. So you, you know, haven't like, had to fight any fights yet. Oh, it's always a fight. No, I mean, but I mean with the suits too on the script oh, level. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, it's always a fight. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, it really. It's, here's the thing, and I don't even want to make it sound like it's only contention because, I mean, there like, like you said with the the Letterman, like there are some great notes. There are some. Oh yeah, yeah this no, makes yeah. the story better. Sure. Yeah. Like and and you it's can't some, just be like they don't again, know anything. People that really believe in the idea and like really. So I don't want to make it seem like us versus just right. that. But it is you're trying to change perspective consciousness or, or way something's perceived w- w- what something can be mm-hmm. what you can say what you can't say you you know and, and you battling that it's like to change habits mm-hmm. is the hardest thing what's the world uh i have a, a, a live with my girlfriend it's my fa- it's based on my family because what's interesting about my relationship with the family is, is is it is people that believe really strongly in things like we, we a lot of arguments growing up in your over family. Every, yeah over, over everything between and you and your mom and dad and your between brother between all of us over everyone's any, still together your over, parents still together over any given thing yep parents still together uh and your it, dad's still driving still driving what's your mom do uh she's now Early retirement. Uh-huh. Uh was a, a secretary at a children's hospital for thirty one years. Uh-huh. Uh and I'm sure she won't mind me sharing she so she's just let go from her uh job. Thirty one uh-huh. years, loyal service, 
same children's hospital just let go right cutbacks or whatever pension though not even no not, not the amount of respect that she deserved fuck you know what i mean like Worst. very much children's so just hospital. like children's hospital and just not the amount of respect she deserves just gone i mean you know it's a woman who sits with who sat with children who tried to commit suicide and mm. would talk and pray with them you mm. know what i mean like yeah. like and just 31 years like ah gone right how she handled it fine my mom's one of the strongest people i've ever met uh-huh. so just so everyone's fine. got strong opinions in the strong show opinion, strong opinion yeah. strong opinions in the show strong opinions some unpopular opinions just trying to see both sides of an argument i'm crazy inspired by norman lear and and, and uh, i haven't i saw him speak uh uh, uh 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 twice actually once at uh bad robot uh, they were nice enough to invite me to just this very private thing to to see normally speak. And then I saw him speak to uh, uh, Rosenthal, to Phil Rosenthal, uh, just this conversation about his book and about, you know, creating. Yeah, I talked book. to him in here. Yeah. Yeah. So you. So you like, you brilliant should meet man. him. Why don't you meet him? I would love to. I, I would love to. He'd, to. he'd love to come see you. Oh, that'd be great. I, I wonder, I, man. It's, he's, he's like, he likes to go out and shit. He's. I mean, just, I mean, I, by the way, I, I had a great conversation with Rob Reiner about, you. Just like, even in making this, like, between the conversation with Cosby and I talked with Reiner, I saw Lear speak, I called Phil Rosenthal, so, we so talked that, about things, and we, just to So find, the model is all in the family, in yeah, a way? Yeah, if there is a model, yeah, it's all in the family, right. because, it, because it's just, it's truthful you and go the, provocative. You want to go the a, juice. Yeah, 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 like, honesty on television, because you don't tune into a sitcom to see... When if I want to see you tune in for character and and perspective, you don't tune in to see you know like oh that story's crazy because yeah. that's what Netflix or, or is for d- and yeah, that's or, what you know right. these dramas are for and even on NBC they have dramas that do that you, like, you tune in to see you, you build a relationship relationship with exactly. the character exactly and and in building that relationship the people that I want to build relationships with are people who have strong views and strong opinions and aren't just saying just sassy things every. 15 seconds uh-huh. you know like it's jokes it was, just jokes it's just jokes it's just like conversation real who's thing. playing your dad david alan greer <laughs> yeah yeah That's he's a... fantastic by sure, the way. Man. Yeah. he's like i mean and an actor yeah you know what i mean yeah, like it's yeah. like a, he's an act yell yeah. you're talking to yeah. tony award you know like who else is in it um loretta divine oh, plays yeah. my mom nice also amazing actress yeah. Amber Stevens, Amber West, rather, excuse me, uh, who's who's fantastic and just like fun. She plays my girlfriend. Uh, Lil Rel Howery plays my brother. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, another comic, Tiffany Haddish, plays his ex-wife that he can't afford her. to leave. Yeah, yeah. she's amazing. Like it's it's really and it, honestly, the the chemistry is there. You know what I mean? Like a, yeah. a very real chemistry. How you doing it, with the acting? You feeling it? I feel. I like. I like acting. You taking any uh, lessons? Got a uh, coach on the I, on hand. I I, I spoke with a, an acting coach once. She was really really great. I'm, I'm I have this relationship with all school where I, it's a very cautious relationship because the it's it's why and with all due respect to anyone who's done comedy classes, the reason I wouldn't I'm not like an advocate of comedy classes yeah. because you don't want to create this like box for yourself that you system. can't get out. Someone else's system. A system. You yeah. don't want, that's a, you want to create your own system. That's right. Seinfeld very much so sure. has his own system. So it goes want, along with your own rhythm. It goes along with your own yeah. rhythm, but you need to find that for yourself. So same thing with acting. You know, I remember reading this thing that uh, Denzel Washington said he went to acting school for long enough. he described it as long enough he was like i went for long enough he got what he needed and then you get out of there before you're 
following the same rhythm. Once again, you don't want to do what everybody else is doing. That's you know, right. so you want to know yourself, find your authentic and self. Acting, same thing with stand up. Yeah, you just figure it out. You figure it out. Take some I've been time. watching your show. You, you. Yeah, yeah. You it, took, it took a couple seasons for me to get but comfortable with acting. But yeah. you're Mark Maron on right. the on Maron. That's right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. which which is the same thing that every actor that we love does. You know what I mean? But Jack here's Nicholson the weird thing about Jack Nicholson. But that's but he like those guys. You know, they took classes. Now the weird thing about like about being a comic, and I'm just telling you this because I put this in my head. And it was one of the few moments where 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 I I knew something that would have frightened me before. Yeah. But I I, I, I had no choice and, and I had to accept it. Yes. I known every motherfucker that in our in our trade that got sitcoms. I know him. Yeah. I know, I know Brett. I know Ray. I know Louie. Yeah. Know, I didn't know Jerry, but I saw it. But mm-hmm. like I said, like, all right, every one of these guys, it, it took at least a season for them to figure out yeah. how to act. <laughs> yeah. like themselves yeah because yeah, yeah. and then you're surrounded by real actors yes but we're we're us we're and, us and, we're, and, and we just think we're gonna we'll just do it but it, like you watch the first season of any of those shows you're like oh it's a little yeah little, little stiff figuring it out right and i knew that though and like before i would have been like oh fuck man i gotta figure this out before i do it yeah so Nothing. you you were able to just like just gonna have to eat it figure it, it out <laughs> you have to take the hit <laughs> well thanks for the heads up well, no, I'm just saying you no, do, no. you're gonna do the best you can you do the best you can and you and then you're gonna grow into it you grow into it you and, might be and a miracle find you i hear you're a miracle you might be fucking olivier in the first week god bless you <laughs> all right i'll take it <laughs> take it take it well look you i want you know the best of luck thank and, you and and uh and let's talk i want to talk again either at the pickup okay or when it doesn't work out. Either, you know what? That's a deal. Okay, buddy. That's a deal. Thanks, Gerard. This is amazing. Thank you. Well, I think we covered it, man. That guy, he's like all lit up, that guy. Just beaming, beaming with youth and energy and creativity. Yeah, he charged me up. Let's make it a little less dirty. This is a new guitar. I want to do something meditative. If I can, if I can try to do that, that would be make me feel better. So it, it, it just, it just, you know, I'm just going to do the three chord thing. Maybe I'll throw another one in there. I don't know.